0: Hey, what's up? Today's guest, American Ninja Warrior contestant Travis McClure, talks about his career participating on A&W and w Coming live from the Fly Studio in Commerce Township, it's the Fulfilling Life's Yearnings Podcast! And I'm your host, Blake Giovanni Thomas Soule. And if you're ready to be your best by writing the script of your life, to whatever you want it to be, and taking action on your dreams, then this is the podcast for you. It's time to enter the Fly Zone. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the Fly Host You Love The Most, and I'm back with another episode of Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. And today, I have another special guest for you. His name is Travis McClure, and I'm really excited to have Travis on. You know, we went uh Gosh, the school together all the way up through, you know, high school and you know, went our own ways. But now he's back and I'm glad to have him on the show as he gets to talk about, you know, his experiences, what he's gone through and and what he's up to now. So without further ado, uh, Travis, thanks for coming on the show and how are you doing? Doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So so just for starters, Travis, can you, you know, tell us who you are, What what's your story, and what do you do?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, um, I guess my story is, like you said, we went to high school together, and uh, after that, I went to Michigan State, got my degree in entomology, then went to North Carolina State, got my master's also in entomology, and, uh, you know, now I work actually with a job in entomology where I work at a pesticide, uh, making pesticides for uh, fleas and ticks to uh to protect cats and dogs from fleas and ticks. So and then on the side I do all this fun ninja stuff.
0: Nice. So so entomology and what that's the study of bugs, right? Yes. What? It's, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I usually do have to stop and explain that one, but I was just gonna
0: keep going. <laughs> so what just before we get into the ninja warrior stuff, what what got you interested in that uh to pursue that as a career?
1: Yeah, so I mean um you know, I've always just loved bugs. Like behind my house when I was growing up, there's a big open field. Um, a couple of buddies and I would just go in the back and sweep, sweep up whatever we could catch, butterflies, grasshoppers, anything. Um, you know, and I just always had that passion. And when I was in high school, I did good in biology classes. So I was like, hey, let's turn this biology stuff into, you know, an actual career and study the bugs. So that's how I ended up just taking it all
0: the way. That's awesome. And what are you doing at at your job? Then are you are you pretty much just you know playing all day with bugs, or or what's that look like?
1: Yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> I like I like to tell people like you know the experiments you would set up in your middle school biology class where you'd have a couple bugs in a dish or whatever and you right. watch them move. Uh huh. That's basically what I do, except okay. I expose them
0: to chemicals. Okay. <laughs> so like literally, that's all I do. It's, it's awesome. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's cool. And you've been doing that now for a career, what, about a year or so now?
1: Yeah, about a, uh, a little over a year. A year and a half now, probably getting close to it. So okay.
0: yeah. Okay, and you're in and you're out in New Jersey for that, right? Yep. I'm I can see
1: uh the Meadowland Stadium from my office. It's pretty clear. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Sweet. Yep. So how how far away are you from like um you know, Jersey Shore and all that stuff?
1: um I, i've actually been to the shore once uh, despite all the the hoopla about you know it's craziness right uh, i went down there it took me about an hour and a half to get down there so it's not terrible
0: okay that's not too far away then yeah. cool that's that's sweet and and new jersey is a good state to live in it's pretty sweet there
1: yeah i mean other than the craziness of the traffic i mean i'm right by the city you know, okay so it's i get all sorts of craziness but other than that you know it's great
0: Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I've I've only been to New Jersey one time, and it was, gosh, where did I go? I went to Long, I think it's Long Island Beach, New Jersey.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a that's down south of the shore, actually.
0: Okay, yeah. So I went there when I was living out in Philadelphia, and one of my friends had a place over there, so we stopped down there. It was like September. Well, when was it? It was probably like October, and it was still like seventy degrees or whatever. So it was really nice down there still. Yeah, um, the weather was crazy even this
1: year. Nice. It was 70, you know, like a couple days ago. (laughs) Right,
0: exactly, exactly. It's it's just unbelievable how warm it is. I mean, other than today, you know, we're talking uh, Tuesday, December 29th, and we got, you know, some snow last night. But, you know, other than that, we've had uh, a a mild winter. But, um, yeah. So yeah, going from there, let's let's get into Ninja Warrior and okay. I'm sure you know, that everyone, you know, listening in you no know, knows what this show is or they have heard about it and and they see that this past year there was finally someone who finally made it to the top.
1: Yes, there's and, two of them.
0: Two people that did it and hit that buzzer and and to be the first two American Ninja Warriors. Um before we get into all of that, what like why were you even interested in doing that? Where does that whole story come from and and your journey from actually being able to to get on the show?
1: Yeah, so um I actually started watching the show back when it was Ninja Warrior, um actually on the Japanese course with the English subtitles scrolling right. across on mm-hmm. G4. Um I, I love that show. Like I I could walk out of the room, walk back into the room. As soon as I see one person on the obstacle, I knew exactly what what season it was, what episode of that season, anything. Dang. But you know, I just it was like my favorite show at the time, and I was watching it with some friends one day, and I was like, I could do that, and nobody believed me. So finally, it, they brought American Ninja Warrior out, and I was like, All right, I gotta I gotta show everybody that I can actually do this. But unfortunately, there was an age restriction, so I had to wait until I was twenty one. Um, Which was season four of American Ninja Warrior before I could actually submit a video okay, that's how you get accepted onto the show as you submit a video uh-huh um uh, so finally, season four rolls around, I make my video, I get accepted, and I get to go, and I get to run the course and it's just amazing, so it was just awesome,
0: nice, so let's talk about that what what you know Type of preparation were you doing? Because I'm, I'm assuming you know, before season four came around, you had been already, you know, you know, working out and 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 getting oh, yeah. ready for eventually to try out and to submit that video. You know what, what did that look like for you? Um, a working out and in preparation, and then B, uh, you know, what did you have to do to submit the video?
1: Okay, yeah. So back season four, um, you know, it was really before the show took off like most people didn't still know what it was even though it was on its four season or whatever um because it was muddled around g4 esquire never really got any prime time right television right um so so what i did to train was literally anything i could find that looked like an obstacle i i climbed on it i hung on it i i monkeyed around on all sorts of stuff um like there was an I-beam just exposed in my parents' basement. I would put a little two-by-four in there and make it the cliffhanger, which is one of the iconic obstacles of the show. Um, it's just a two-and-a-half-inch ledge, and you have to move your body across of it. Um, so I, I put the two-by-four up there and made it as hard as I could to to traverse this beam. So I was just training on literally anything I could, you know, and obviously working out regularly. Um as well, but it was all about those crazy little obstacle things you could make up just in the environment.
0: Nice. Yeah, I remember those those beams down there from uh Yeah when, <laughs> when we did <laughs> uh basketball practice down there. But so you you were doing that. Uh talk about what what was driving you, you know, you know as you know, four seasons i don't know is that did that equate to four years for the actual yep. show okay so four years you were preparing for this what what drove you to do that was it because no one said you could do it or what
1: that was a big driving factor for me was the fact that nobody said i could do it but i mean also the fact that i watched this show for years and years before even american ninja warrior came okay, out okay right i was just you know such a huge fan of it and was like i want to do this both to show th- to prove them wrong and to, like, you know, show it to myself that, like, hey, I love watching this show, but I can totally do this, too. Sort of nice.
0: Thing. Nice. And and I assume that everyone knows what the show is. But uh, uh, no from, from, from your perspective, can you can you talk about what the show is?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's they claim it as the world's greatest obstacle course show. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really the American version has really added some some levels of difficulty to the actual Japanese course. Um, whereas they just have a four-stage course, that's that's just the the finals for American Ninja Warrior. We have city qualifying and city final courses, where you have to advance through those, and then you get to take on the uh, the the four-stage finals course.
0: Which oh, is okay.
1: But the Sasuke, which is the Japanese version, only
0: is. Ah, so theirs is probably. <laughs> A little easier. <laughs> it's it's a little
1: easier, but I mean, I guess it's it's really the
0: qualifying process
1: is is easier for them. Okay, it's just based on video to get to the finals, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, they do have some cool Sasuke trials and stuff that they've been doing lately. Uh, but they only have a hundred runners on the finals, which is what we have on our finals. But we have. Thousands of applicants and then it's whittled down by the city courses
0: okay so so, so talk about that here it is season four you're uh, finally 21 you're finally able to submit the video um what yeah. did you have to do for that um just to just to get it in and for them to be like oh wow travis mcclure let's let, let's get him on here and, and and give him a shot
1: yeah so season four was the first year i made my video <laughs> it was just i had no knowledge of what <laughs> i was doing no knowledge of video editing software, no nothing. Uh-huh. Um, so it was literally, I borrowed the camera um, from my parents. Uh, they had it to, when I was in high school, making videos to send off to colleges for soccer stuff. Right. Um, they recorded my games and stuff. So I had like game game clips uh, and that was it. The only thing <laughs> on this camera was some soccer game clips for me. So I take their camcorder or whatever, and I grab a couple of my friends, and we go out around Michigan State's campus. And I'm j- just take videos of me climbing on anything and everything I could. <laughs> it, it was it was hilarious. Um, like no experience whatsoever. Probably probably looking back on it, I have no idea why they sent <laughs> this video. Um, but uh, so I just had clips of me climbing on whatever I could, uh, saying how I love the show uh-huh. and. You know, I went back, found some video editing software, chopped it up, um, and sent it in. And back season four, they were actually calling people they have heard of to, like, be like, hey, if you submit a video, we'll take you on the show sort of thing.
0: Really? Wow. Um,
1: yeah, so they were they were really trying to get as many people as they could, because season four was the first time they did multiple cities. Before that, it was always in California, one city. Okay. Uh, but season four, they had, I think, six different cities. So they're like, hey, we're really trying to expand this. Let's get as many people as we possibly can that we've heard of to send in videos so we can be like, oh, yeah, we want them. So it was awesome just to, you know, my video probably didn't have to be very good because uh-huh. they didn't have many applications. Okay. But it was it was awesome just to even have fun messing around making the video.
0: Nice. So talk about timeline. Uh, uh, When did you initially, you know, do the video, submit it to the point where they, you know, reached back out to you and said, Hey, uh, we want you to be on. And then the next part actually going to do the trial run. When did that take place?
1: Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I think they had video submissions due back then. It was a little earlier. Um, well, I know I'll I'll just go based on this year's timeline. Uh for Um, I should just finish my video for season eight. Nice. And it's all done. (laughs) Um, and, the actual deadline is January 17th. So that's when they want all their videos in. Because, I mean, the application process has gotten a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, they had 40,000 applications. Wow. And like I was saying, for season four, they might have had 5,000. Oh, man. So it's just ballooned into this awesome, you know, extravaganza, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, um, but so you get your video in, you know. Before the deadline, because they will send you back some like if there's something they need you to talk more or take out some music or if you have too much music or whatever, um, they'll 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 get back with you. They're really they're really responsive um, about that, which is really cool. Um, and they'll tell you, hey, just turn down the volume when you're talking, sort of thing, or you know, we need more clips of you doing stuff. You okay, know? right. So they'll really help you out exactly what they want if you get it in early. Um, so, so you wait until the deadline, and then you you wait some more and then you wait some more, and then eventually they announce when the first city is going to be running, okay, and you're still waiting for your call to see like, "Hey, am I going to get to go?" and you're just still waiting and waiting and waiting, and it could be as early or as late as two two weeks before um that city- the city you think you're going to be running in, uh-huh is running and then they'll call you and be like hey we need you to come you're running in california oh so it's it's very little notice um which is kind of crazy um so you're just sitting there waiting 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 and then you see an 818 area code up <laughs> for your phone and you get super excited
0: so <laughs> nice and the first run for you where was that at
1: uh actually the first time i competed was actually in dallas um, oh okay So they they called it the Midwest region, but we ran in Dallas for some reason. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it was awesome because you get down there and they have this course set up. And you're not really supposed to, like, be able to get too close to it because they don't want you, like, scoping out the obstacles and going to practice or whatever. Right. Um, So they have, you know, everything – within within reason is gated off but you know you're still trying to poke in and see what you can see Mm -hmm. um so you know you get there and there's all these other people from you know all over all over the country really um even though you're locally in a region right um but you have everybody from all over and you're just getting there and you're all like talking about what your strategy is for what you could get a glimpse of or how how you plan on doing it. So it's a really cool community feeling, actually, once you actually get there and you're getting ready to run.
0: That's awesome. So talk about um, that that first preliminary. Was that just to see if you were going to be able to make it to the show to actually be a part of the the the, the, the official contest? How does that work?
1: So So once your video is submitted, they give you a – Uh, assured spot to run the actual first city qualifying course okay so they do air the city qualifying runs um like this year they did it they aired all the city qualifying runs and then they went back and aired all the city final runs Mm -hmm. so if i would have been successful in my city qualifying run in dallas i would have ran the next night which would have been the city finals okay and and both of those would have had potential to be aired like my run did have potential to be aired unfortunately it wasn't Mm -hmm. um you know they had a whole bunch of people fall in the same spot as me and and a couple were more dramatic with their back flips into the water or whatever so
0: (laughs) nice and and when did you uh when you went through the, the the initial one how far did you make it through the course
1: so actually, in both season four and season seven, uh, I fell on the fourth obstacle okay um, of, of a six stage uh, of a six obstacle city qualifying course hmm. um, and oddly enough, i had the two two my first two obstacles the- the quad steps and the log grip, were actually the same, both season four and season seven, okay. which was probably one of the few people who had those two obstacles you know twice right um and then so i got through both those no problem um and then i come to the third obstacle it was a balance obstacle both years um and season four i just you know it's a really easy one you just jump jump and you're across it sort of thing and and this year in season seven it was the snake crossing um which if you watched the pittsburgh episode of the qualifying courses or the city finals everybody was all excited when they got past this, this snake crossing because it was a really tricky balance obstacle. and It was icy that night when we ran, so ice on top of a balance beam that wobbles just really threw people off. Right. Um, but I, I managed to get through it, um, which was awesome. I was ecstatic. And then uh jumped into the next obstacle right away. In Season 4, it was the um, jump hang, mm-hmm. which was a mini trampoline into a cargo net. Okay, yep. And I never jumped off a mini trampoline in my life before, because <laughs> uh, all my training, like I said, was you know just me climbing around on buildings and stuff, and I didn't have any trampoline experience. So I jump up on this trampoline, my knees just straight buckle, and I just oh nosedive right into the water. I never <laughs> had a
0: chance.
1: It was, it was terrible.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. So when you fall into the water, because I remember watching one season, and the guy jumped in and he couldn't swim, and the people like had to come and get him out. Is, yeah. is one is the water deep, and two is like freezing cold. Um. So uh, in the city qualifying courses,
1: the the water. Every time I've fallen in the water, it's not been too bad. Okay. Um, you do get a little towel of shame. Like, they give you a towel that you get to keep to dry <laughs> off with. And it's, it's you know, I have I have a nice towel of shame, you know. Nice. My, my souvenir from the show because I didn't get, like, a finisher's badge or anything like that. I have mm. my little towel. But I've never really noticed it to be, um, you know, extremely cold. Okay. E- even in Pittsburgh uh, this year when – you know, it was it was literally freezing outside. The right. water was, you know, not too bad. Mm-hmm. But um, depth-wise, you, you know, you fall in and uh, you can stand up. I think I think uh, the guy who couldn't swim was Jojo Bynum in the stage two last year, uh, season six. Right. Um, I think that was in the finals. And I think their water is a little different because they actually do dig dig out the trenches
0: there. Okay.
1: For the qualifying courses, it's really just a... Pool.
0: They slide under the obstacle. Basically, okay. Got it. Got it. So, so say the the people who who make it past that qualifying round and they yep. get to go do the the finals, the, the qualifying finals. Uh, yep. What what's that process and, and and what happens? You know, I'm sure you've seen some of the people who who've gone on to those next stages and what what happens to them personally with their lives. I guess we don't really see much of that. Do you have any perspective on uh, on what? You know, happens for them once they say they make it far enough do they have to um you know always try out again too or are they always given a spot to be back on the show like how does that work
1: yeah so actually that's that's a crazy thing i'm really good friends um and train with some of like the really good guys okay. like even jeff Britton, one of the guys who who won who finished the course this uh-huh. year um you know i trained i was training with him a couple weeks ago oh awesome and and we were just telling him because he, he asked to submit a video just like everybody else and mm-hmm. they have to go through the process just like everybody else. Um, but we told them just to take that clip of him saying, I'm the first American Ninja Warrior and send in, you know, a whole seven-second video. And that's his submission video for the year. <laughs> I don't think he's going to do it. But, uh, you know, th- those guys th- that do great year after year after year, some of them are always worried about getting a callback just just because, like I said, there's 40,000 applicants last right. year. so. You know even though they they crushed the course last year, that doesn't mean anything for oh, next wow. year Wow
0: that's crazy yeah and, it's, it's insane. and do they get you know when they make it through, is the only person that gets paid is the one that wins the show or are they like the guys who make it you know through all the time? are they like getting you know some sort of compensation, or do they yeah. still have to kind of like, well, there's next year gotta you know go back and and, and, and and find some way to to make a living?
1: yeah, that's another crazy thing. There's there's a couple little rewards you can get. The fastest time in the city qualifying course, I think, wins 500 bucks. Fastest time in the city finals gets 1000 Um But other than that, the only person who gets money is the person with the fastest time up the last rope climb. So only Isaac Caldero got paid this year, not even oh, Jeff Oh, wow. So, so he finished the course and didn't even win any money or whatever. Oh geez. Because he he got beat up to the button by three seconds or whatever it was. It's right. insane.
0: Wow. What so, was what and what's the cat what's the prize that you get for being the fastest up the rope? So it's a million dollars. Oh jeez. So
1: so yeah he missed a million dollars by
0: three <laughs> seconds. Insane. Wow. And yeah. is Isaac do you know is he gonna is he gonna come back again too? Or or once you win can you not come back anymore?
1: So um I there's no rule on not coming back anymore. Um and I actually don't know Isaac very well. Okay. Um, I've never actually met him. Uh, he's over in Colorado, and he kind of uh, does his own thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so he doesn't even, like, Jeff goes to all sorts of competitions and stuff, whereas Isaac, you know, he just out climbing all day, right. which is cool. I mean, and now that he has a million dollars, he probably never has to work again because I think, I think on the show they said he lives off, like, nine grand a year or something right. like that. So you know, a million dollars, I think that's going to carry him
0: quite a while. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> that's cool. And so you said you got to train with with some of the guys. You know, where are you going for that? Are these actual facilities that they've built themselves or places around town that, that they just happen to know where there's a, a cross, you know, uh, uh, why am I saying CrossFit, Ninja Warrior, <laughs> uh, a Ninja Warrior course at? Yeah.
1: So, you know, things have changed a lot just in the, you know, the four years I've been training for the show. Um mm-hmm. uh, you know, season four, there was no gyms, no ninja gyms, nothing like that. Um, and, and literally everybody else was climbing on things too. Like right. I was not the only one doing okay. <laughs> that. Um, but now the show, since the show's become more popular, um, really a lot of ninja gyms have opened up. Um, since I only live about you know two hours from from Philadelphia, uh, I go down there to train at some of the bigger gyms because the first quote unquote, ninja gym uh, that I know of opening up was the Movement Lab started by Chris Wilczewski, who was, you know, one of the perennial names of the show. Okay. Uh, he started with a parkour gym and like built ninja obstacles. And really, he had a lot of success with that. And because of that, a lot of ninja gyms are just kind of popped up across the country. Oh, wow. Um, and actually, mudrunguide.com actually has a list of all the different ninja gyms in different states uh it's pretty cool um i don't know how how up to date they are you know just because it's so hard to keep up with all these new gyms popping up but i train at um gca parkour with drew Jeschel and james mcgrath who are a couple more perennial names um every weekend and you know it's just awesome to get to train with these guys that you just watch on tv just crushing obstacles and you're like oh yeah i'm just gonna go to the gym and hang out with them you know it's, it's really a cool experience
0: that's awesome. So how, since you mentioned that, like, how are these guys as as people? Because you know we see them on the on the TV show, and it's like they have the you know the the great video that shows before they go out there, and something about them giving back to the community, etc. Right. Are are these like just really awesome guys, or is it more like you know doctored up for the purposes of the show? Because I mean, when we see them, it's like, oh wow, that that dude like he'd be cool to hang out with, or or, or to even you know train with.
1: Yeah, that's the crazy thing about it. It's it's such a cool community. Like everybody. I've ever met in the community like who who, any even even people who just compete and don't even do very well like myself Mm -hmm. you know everybody's just really cool and all about you know training and having fun and that's that's really what it's about for most of us is just having fun not not necessarily winning a million dollars sure that'd be awesome but you know only one person gets that and literally even if you finish there's still a chance you aren't going to get the money so (laughs) so I mean you know we're all just in it for fun and it's crazy how cool like, you know, some of these guys are and like how big of fans of the show they are too. Mm-hmm. Like I watch I watch the show, you know, religiously and I come and I'm talking to James McGrath and he'll he'll pull up a line from some episode and I'm like, wait, I thought I was the only one that remembered that one thing happened that one time. But no, it's these guys are all passionate about it and they all love it. So it's it's really cool.
0: That's awesome. That's really cool. And are you, as far as you know, the only person to compete from Michigan?
1: Um, no, there's actually Andrew Carsten. Um, he was a he went to Michigan State and was a Detroit Pistons cheerleader for a while. And this is the first year he didn't compete. So he was he was a competitor of the first six seasons um, and actually had quite a bit of success. He finished the city finals course. I want to say like three or four times. Uh, and got to go to Vegas a couple times. Okay. And he's actually had a lot of success. He's probably the most successful Michigan ninja. Okay. Um, and then uh actually getting airtime Dennis Lappin actually has a gym he's he's got the only ninja gym in Michigan I think um and he actually got some airtime in the St. Louis qualifier this year I think it was okay uh, and he's competed a couple times um so there there's it's it's kind of sporadic um Michigan might be one of the low lower represented states in um in terms of good competitors mm-hmm. um but but,
0: yeah, there's been a lot of people, actually, from Michigan. Nice. Nice. So that means it's still a shot then. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's cool. So I saw also that you have, you know, the the A-N-W-F Fantasy. Did I say that right? Actually, I said that wrong. ANWfantasy.com. Fantasy.com. There you go. That's what it is. <laughs> talk, yeah. talk about that. What is that?
1: So, um, you know, like I said, I've been a huge fan of the show forever. Mm-hmm. So I took my fandom and, uh, you know, and my, my passion for that. And I like to play fantasy sports, you know. So I was like, I'm going to take Ninja Warrior and turn it into a fantasy sport. So I compiled all this data by watching all the shows, um, rewatched them all, entered all the data into the computer. And now I made a system where you can log onto my website, amwfantasy.com. Go in to pick a team, and and then you draft a team of five ninjas, and based on the stages they clear in the upcoming season, you'll get points, and at the end of the season, we'll declare a winner. So it's just a fun
0: little game for people
1: to play along with the show.
0: What? That sounds Yeah. Sweet. So do the do the people that actually uh, participate on uh, American Ninja Warrior, are they actually playing the game as well? Yeah, so I mean...
1: Most of the people I know who like the show right. are, you know, competitors. Uh-huh. So, so I posted about it to, you know, to my, some of my friends or whatever. And, um, like it was crazy. It really took off cause I, I showed it to a group of people and one of the, one of the guys, Ryan Stratus, who's another perennial name, okay. only met him once, but he was like, Oh my God, this is the coolest thing ever. And it was like blasting it on all his social media stuff and everything. So it got a lot of exposure like that. And, um, it was crazy people were making fantasy teams while they waited and walk online <laughs> to compete on the show because that's another way you can get on the show is you can go go wait like almost I think they waited two weeks at least just sitting outside in a tent, a sleeping bag uh, right where the site's gonna be, and just waiting for production to get there and be like, all right, we're gonna take ten of you and you're gonna run the course sort of thing so that's oh, another yeah. avenue to get on the show, but I don't advise that one to people because I mean it's you're going to be waiting a long time especially this year after after people won last year i, I think the lines are going to be three weeks at least
0: holy cow yeah that, yeah, that's right because like one of the guys i can't think of his name but he's the one that wears the uh the mask on his face you know what i'm you know what i'm talking about? oh yeah flip yeah flip yeah because yeah. i think he he waited in line right and I, I, I think a lot of the
1: big names have, okay. have waited in line. Like, That's back right. uh, season three, James McGrath, I think, maybe season two. I don't know. He's going to kill me for not knowing. <laughs> uh, but uh, he actually was originally started as a walk-on. Like, he borrowed his mom's van and came and camped out a couple of days. Because back season two, he didn't have to wait a week. Right. So, he, he waited out a couple of days and then got to run the course, crushed it. And since since he's been crushing it ever since, they just, you know, he has this awesome video. Like, oh, yeah, guys, I made it to stage three. I'm kind of a big deal. Right. So, so- so they just call him back every year. But, yeah, I mean, a lot of people actually have had success through the walk-on line. Um, even this year in Pittsburgh, I'm just trying to think of people. Uh, P.J. Granger was one of the guys that got to go to Vegas from Pittsburgh. Okay. And he was in the walk-on line. He was the first guy in the walk-on line so, oh,
0: wow. this year in
1: Pittsburgh. So, yeah, he I don't even know how long he was there for. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's a crazy way to get on. But, hey, if you – if you can do it. It's great. I mean, it's a really because the community is so cool. Everybody sitting in line has the same goal. Like mm-hmm. they all want to beat the course. So everybody's just chilling, working out, hanging out, and it's it's really cool. Like I know a lot of friends who've done it and said it's a great experience. And even if they didn't get to run, it was still a ton of fun.
0: So oh, I bet because this is like a bunch of people who all want to do the same thing. So I guess it'd be like a a, a hell of a hangout spot for a couple of days or however yeah, long you stay exactly. there for.
1: And, and it's gotten to the point with people building replica obstacles. Like there was a salmon ladder in one of the walk-on lines. Like someone built this whole contraption
0: to to
1: practice on, which is awesome. I wow, mean,
0: that's awesome. Yeah. So so uh, speaking again of A and W fantasy, you, you were saying that that anyone can play this, right?
1: Yep. anybody can just log on and having. I'm actually updating my site, so mm-hmm. I'm switching servers right now. So probably a couple of little buggy things right now. But I'm just because I'm moving to a bigger server for next year. It's gonna be bigger and better next year. Wow.
0: Wow. So and, and talk yeah. about numbers. Do you know like how many, how many people played this last season? So I had 250
1: people play for nice. the regular season last year. Yep. Okay. And I've actually um there's a local competition chain called the National Ninja League okay. over on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Um and I've actually started doing fantasy events just for the local competitions. So like anybody can log on and be like, oh hey, there's an event at Pinnacle Parkour this weekend. Let me see who's competing and let me draft a team just for that event, sort of thing. Oh, okay. And I don't I don't really have prizes yet. Um I'm not sponsored or anything. It's mm-hmm. it's literally just me doing this, you know, partnering with a couple of buddies who actually, you know, organize the whole National Ninja League thing. Okay. And, you know, just kind of throwing up an option, getting exposure. You know, just kind of spread the word of of this fun way to play along with the show and something to do while people are you know n- don't have any Ninja Warrior to watch per se.
0: Right, that's awesome. So literally, when when the season comes on, you're having to do I'm I'm sure a lot of 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 Ninja Warrior watching, which you don't mind, and then no, not at all. Yes, <laughs> and then having to you know I guess put it all together um, that night so it can be ready to go for the next day's runs and everything.
1: Or, yep, exactly. I, I I've gotten to the point I can almost do it live. I'm uh, um, I'm usually either fifteen to a half hour, fifteen minutes or a half hour behind the show. But I've gotten gotten to the point where I'm you know I'm watching the episode. I'm sitting there typing along with it, and you know, so that way people can almost get up to the minute uh, results. So it's pretty cool.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. wow. Not a oh, lot wow. that. That's gonna be a fun way to watch it this year, then, because I don't do fantasy football, and, and uh-huh. bas- I mean I did basketball, but I mean that's just like uh, whatever. But I mean, yeah, I, actually, yeah. I actually enjoy watching Ninja Warriors, so that'd be a cool way to participate. So I'm definitely yeah,
1: it'll be I'm really cool. Um, I, I have a couple couple plans in my head that uh-huh. I haven't thrown out yet, um, but I, I plan to make it bigger and better this year, so it'll it'll be really cool.
0: That's awesome. So, so here you are. Say you get to make it to the final stage, and Uh and you're up that rope the fastest. You win that a million dollars. What are you doing?
1: Um, So, this is actually a question on the application form for every year. Okay, submit your video. (laughs) Um, And so, I I always end up tweaking my answer a little bit every (laughs) year. Uh, But I think I, I mean I just sent in my submission video like a couple weeks ago. So. I'm trying to remember exactly what I put. Uh, you know, a million dollars would go a long way. Right. So, uh, I think I'd take a nice long vacation, you know, kind of kind of check out everything in, in the world that I haven't before, you know. I think, I think you could do that with a million dollars and have quite a bit to, to spare. Right. And then uh, I, I put some into the website. Um, you know, I've actually talked to NBC a little bit and they're like, hey, this is a cool idea. Keep going with it. We don't want to do anything with it yet. But... If you keep working at it, maybe sometime in the future we'll do something with you. Uh-huh. So I, I'd put, you know, I'd actually make it better than just you know me sitting on my couch typing everything in. I, I'd actually pay some people to like make this a big thing and make oh, right. it the next step of Ninja Warrior. I think I think that'd be awesome. Um, and then whatever I have left, I'd probably use to retire by making some insect rearing facility, which would be. I could just sell bugs to people for a living, which would be awesome. Oh,
0: nice. <laughs> oh, so you would sell you would sell the bugs to... Uh, like research facilities, right, right.
1: universities, and stuff like that.
0: Oh, awesome. Yeah. That, that's a hell of a way to spend a million bucks. And then yeah, exactly. put most some over the way too, blah, 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 and then so on and so oh, forth. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's cool. Make, make smart investments too, of oh, course. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. So Ninja Warrior has... Well, American Ninja Warrior has Christine Leahy as... As the host, right? yes, have you met her?
1: I actually have not. um I did not get the honor of talking to anybody after I fell in the water. It was oh. "Hey, yeah, you fell in the water. go go back over there and drive for the towel oh,
0: okay um,
1: actually, this year in season seven, um I was in the the quote unquote winner circle, which is the top thirty okay, that's who advances to um the city finals. uh-huh I was in there for literally one run. <laughs> Because uh, the very next person got further than me. Okay. And it was only because of where I ran, you know, if I say, I don't, I ran in the middle of the pack or whatever, somewhere in the 60s, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but if, if I was in the 30, if I was the 30th runner, I was, well, I would have been in the spot because just... Nobody else had finished, you know, right. not enough people had run. Right. So that was the only reason I got in the winner's circle. I didn't make a far enough, fast enough, <laughs> or anything like that. It was just like, oh, yeah, not enough people have run, so you're going to sit here for a second. Ah,
0: uh, okay. <laughs> so
1: I didn't get any – I've never met her. Um, I actually did meet Matt Eisman. Okay. Um, at, actually, I met him at a fantasy convention because I went – because he posted something about it on Twitter, and I saw it, and I entered a contest or something, and I won the contest. And I got to fly to Las Vegas and attend this fantasy sports combine. Um, and Matt Eisman was the host of it. Okay. And I was like, I went there and I was like, hey, Matt, I actually got to come here because I won a contest that I saw you post about on Twitter. And he's like, what? So I was like, yeah, I, I do the ninja stuff. I just happened to see you post this. And I run this a fantasy website. And he's like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've I've actually met Matt Eisman. He's a really cool dude. Um so And which guy that, is he? He's the, the big um he, he's actually well he looks small next to Akbar, but he's actually a big dude. Um they they have Akbar Baji Biamila, the NFL player, mm-hmm. and the other dude, the main host. Um Matt Eisman's the main host. He's okay. been doing it for a long time. Okay. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. That's awesome. And where where was that at? That was in uh
1: It was in Las Vegas. It was at the win win casino in las
0: vegas is awesome oh nice so you got flown out there and everything that's sweet yeah because i
1: won some contest it was just <laughs> like some twitter thing and i was like oh i'll just enter because matt's the host or whatever
0: And that's, i came back i won <laughs> oh that's cool that's cool it's crazy nice so that's you know your experience with american ninja warrior which which is awesome i could probably talk with you about this all day and i'm sure you could talk about it oh all yeah day. <laughs> I, I could do it all day <laughs> <laughs> but um you know moving forward what it What are you looking forward to? I know you have the, you know, you're you're working, and then you're doing American Ninja Warrior. Uh, what are you know some of the highlights that you are hoping to at least do for the for the next season? What's your goal?
1: Um, next season, my goal is actually to get a call because I'm I'm one of those fringe guys. I'm very worried about it. Um, since since I haven't had you know really great success, I'm always a little worried. Um, but I do want to get the call and even if I don't, I'll probably still go cheer on everybody, Mm. probably test out the obstacles for them, you know, come back give, give my friends the inside scoop. Be like, Hey, this one, this one's not as tricky as it looks. Just do this, this and this. Right. Um, but I, I mean, I'm always still going to be doing it. It's, it's like I said, it's something I just do for fun. So, uh, I'm just going to keep having fun with it. And that's, I mean, that's what I'm going to do with
0: it. That's awesome. And then, I wanted to have you on because, you know, to me, you're fulfilling last yearnings. You know, you had this, this, this vision, this, this desire to, you know, participate, not only participate, but actually be on the show for American Ninja Warrior and, and, and go through all the stuff that you have to do and able to actually be on the show. And, and the question that, um, there's actually two questions that I want to ask you. Um, the first one is like a, a call to action, you know, say someone's listening in, you're like, huh. I want to try that out what what what's your call to action f- for them
1: yeah i mean i i mean my thing is is just submit your video just make a video mm-hmm. be you and be you in your video and and really just just have fun with it because they really don't care about your athletic ability too much at this point um uh-huh. Someone was even, someone even made the good point to me like, hey, they do need people to fall. Like, they, they need people to fall in the water. They don't want everybody to finish the course because then it's not entertaining to watch. Every, if everybody finishes, you're like, oh, here's another guy crushing obstacles, you know? Right. It looks cool. It looks cool once or twice when someone does it. But right. if you don't have the appreciation of people falling, then, you know, it, it loses a little. So people, people, people want to just see people. They mm-hmm. want to see your personality. They want to see your backstory. So really, really delve into that and make that the emphasis of of your submission video. And And that's what the producers want. They want to sell you, not necessarily your athletic ability, but they want to sell you. Mm. Um, so that's, that's what it's really all about is making your video and making it about you.
0: Awesome. And then the final question, and thanks for sharing that, um, mm-hmm. is what would be your definition of fulfilling life's yearnings this is what i like to ask each person at the end of the show
1: yeah um so i mean to me it's just going out and doing whatever you want to do and having fun with it um you know this is a tv show you know i shouldn't really base my life as much on it as i do but it's what i like doing and i have fun with it so i'd say you know that's what i'm doing to fulfill my life's yearnings is just go and have fun with it
0: that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Again, this is Blake Sule. That was Travis McClure. and then Travis, before you head on out of here, um where can we check out, you know, your runs, um the things that you have coming up as far as uh uh anwfantasy.com and then or anything else that you want to leave us with.
1: So, um AW fantasy stuff, uh anwfantasy.com has its own Facebook page uh, and a Twitter account. That's where I kind of post as much stuff as I can. Right now it's been a little National Ninja League bogged down with uh, all those updates. Uh, that's where you can find that stuff. Um, I don't like to post my runs for uh, the fact that I don't do very good for one, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and non-disclosure reasons for another. They they sometimes if you show too much or whatever they'll pull your videos. So oh, okay. I don't want to be on their bad side just right. um but actually americanninjawarrior.com their the NBC's actual website has a lot of good good teaser clips and team team ninja warriors coming out soon so mm-hmm. they have a lot of stuff up there on that um so it's that's a good place to go watch any ninja videos uh that i that i'd say would be actually you know legally watchable
0: <laughs> right awesome awesome so thanks for sharing that i'll put those all up in this show notes for today's episode and again yeah man thank thanks a lot for for coming on uh talking about you know what you're up to you know playing with bugs all day <laughs> uh while wow, you know watching ninja warrior
1: and, yeah
0: and also building this this awesome a&w fantasy website so um i'm looking forward to being able to see you on there more and and yeah gosh, hopefully since this is the last tuesday of the year yeah it's crazy happy new year um thank I you man hear from you soon and and then yeah thanks for coming on and i'll keep in touch yeah thanks for having me on man absolutely Thanks for listening to Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. I want to know what your biggest takeaway is, so please head on over to fulfillinglifesyearnings.com today and click on the show notes link for today's episode, which is located on the home page, and leave a comment. The show notes page is where you can find the resources mentioned during the show and will be very valuable for you on your own journey. To stay up to date about what's happening, please subscribe to my newsletter and subscribe to the show on iTunes. While you're subscribing on iTunes, it would definitely mean a lot to me if you would leave a review to show future potential listeners of Fulfilling Life's Yearnings what you think as your voice helps them decide if Fulfilling Life's Yearnings is right for them. Now it's in your hands. Are you ready to fly? Until next episode, stay in the zone and make today a fly day by taking action on your dreams.